You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. He's nice, he's humble, he's all those things, but he's not here today. Bill Ryder's off today. Tomorrow, back with you in the big chair here on Wednesday. For now, Andrew Bogish, Tom Celestino, and you kicking off hour number two. Writer Than You on this Monday morning. First show of the new year on CBS Sports Radio, the free Odyssey app, Sirius XM Channel 158. The second to last NFL weekend is almost done. Bills, Bengals tonight. We go through yesterday's action, preview next weekend as well with our good friend Ross Tucker, who is with us live. He is, of course, the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Check it out on social media. Check him out, I should say, at Ross Tucker NFL. Ross, good morning. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, Andrew. How are you, buddy? I'm doing really well. Now, you are a renaissance man. It began by playing football. Now you are covering it radio, TV, online. You've got MyFrontPageStory.com, pro football, college football, sports betting. I think you're becoming a beer influencer as well. But my favorite Ross side hustle is this tweet game that you broke out again yesterday. It began, if I remember correctly, post-draft, tweeting about what's going to happen with Kenny Pickett and his two gloves finally playing a cold-weather game. And people reminded you that he played at Pittsburgh. Yesterday, sarcastically, you asked, what's a better rivalry than Rams-Chargers and got people responding as if you really meant that. How do you keep doing this, and why are people so bad at this? It's actually, I think, um, I don't want to get too deep here, (laughs) but in all sincerity, Bogus, you know, it is a terrific, maybe terrifically terrible example of where we are as a society in that people are not discerning at all about the things that they read or the information they consume. Like, they see me say, is there a bigger rivalry in all of sports than Chargers versus Rams for the Battle of L.A. Which, by the way, like, even if I was serious, I wouldn't say all of sports. Right. And I wouldn't capitalize Battle of L.A. like it's even a thing. (laughs) And to have hundreds of people reply and be like, are you kidding? You're a moron. (laughs) What about Yankees Red Sox or Ohio State Michigan? It's so, I would say, I I fluctuate, Andrew, from either being incredibly entertained and just laughing about it to being legitimately scared about what it means for my children and society moving forward that that many people cannot even grasp sarcasm or or that they think people really post stuff like that and mean it enough 
And then they think that they need to reply with better. I mean, like I could get into a whole psychoanalysis of it, but it's, it's real bad. It's real concerning. So I'm just going to keep doing it um, when the moment feels right, because it's kind of my humor. It's hilarious. Like, like, of course, there's a million rivalries, but there is no rivalry. That's why, that's why it's funny. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, it's unbelievable. It really is. It's like, like, like people, this is all I do for a living. And I tweeted out that there's no way that Kenny Pickett <laughs> could ever play in a cold weather city like Pittsburgh with how small his hands are. Knowing fully well, of course, I live in Pennsylvania, right. that Kenny played quarterback. And he, by the way, he's from Jersey. And he played quarterback at Pitt for like six years. People are like, oh, I hate to tell you this, dude, but he played football at Pitt. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks, Joe. Yeah. Well, here's how my brain works. When I saw this yesterday and immediately shook my head at people responding realistically to you as if you meant what you said, I'm more concerned and more intrigued by your creative process. Now, what I see is you sitting behind a desk, your Princeton degrees over your right shoulder, you've got like a yellow legal pad out, and you're just jotting down possibilities, ripping up the paper, throwing it away, or putting this one aside, that's a keeper. How do you come up with these bad boys, and how do you pick the right time to drop? Because you don't want to overdo it and kind of inundate us. with you keep, you know, If you keep it every couple of weeks, we're going to like them more. So how do you get to these, and how do you know when the right time to pull one out is? So I wish I could tell you that that there was a, 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 a longer thought process that went into it. No writer's room of a staff of guys in a back room just turning these out for you for your approval? No. Okay. Um, I'm really just noticing that the Rams are playing the Chargers and that nobody cares, <laughs> but that, like, in so many other ways, in so many others, like, you grew up in New York, right? Yeah. Mets Yan- Yankees is a big deal to people who grew up in New York. Even Jets Giants, is a big deal to people in New York. You know, like Cubs, White Sox. It's just comical to me that you have by far the most popular sport, the NFL, and you have the Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champs against uh, the team that is going to the playoffs. They literally play in the same building, okay? And it's the second biggest city in the country. And Pretty much nobody cared, even the people that live in that city. Like, I've got college buddies that live in L.A. Nobody cared. I mean, it's not even close to how much they talk about, like, UCLA versus USC. It's just funny. It's just, like, hilarious to me. So I just just tweeted, is there any bigger rivalry in sports than the Battle of L.A.? (laughs) And people are like, uh, yeah, Ross, there's like 74. Here's my list. Yeah, the (laughs) amount of people that replied with actual lists. I know. (laughs) And the funny thing is, like, as a society, everybody always says, like, how busy they are and, like, how short attention spans are, right? But yet they have the time to make up like a three tweet thread of all the rivalries that are better. (laughs) Hey, Hey buddy, how about just realizing it's a joke or just replying? They're all better. At least Rick Riley, 
you know, the former Sports <laughs> Illustrated writer who said hundreds, if not thousands, that, that's at least not taking a lot of time out of his day. Now, <laughs> it's still moronic that he thought I was serious. Yeah. And he thought, like, imagine, that's the thing that's interesting, too. Like, you know there's probably thousands of better rivalries. So then you don't, that doesn't give you a second of pause to think maybe this guy's joking. When, when you start to type out, there's hundreds, if not thousands, that are better, at no point do you think, you know what? Maybe he's joking if there really are hundreds of better rivalries. Yeah, because everyone that follows you follows you basically for football. So them responding as if you were serious is a kind of a condemnation on what they think you are as a professional, that you could actually have this opinion. Yeah, I don't want to go there. But right. <laughs> I, I, have, I have gotten to the point. Where I've 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 gotten myself in the uh, washing machine. I've thought, man, these people really think I'm this stupid. Like these people, <laughs> this many people that follow me, really think I'm this dumb, or that I would actually honestly like. What have I been doing that they think I would actually tweet this and mean it? <laughs> Uh, he's Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter for actual tweets about football. Uh, now actual questions about football. I'm going to assume Ross that Green Bay beats Detroit on Sunday and gets in the Bucks now officially in as NFC South champs. If you had to pick one Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, who's got a chance to have or make more noise in the postseason in the coming weeks? I think it's the Packers. You know, they've won four in a row. They're playing pretty darn well. They're running it well with Dylan and Jones. The young receivers have kind of come around. Uh, they got a good special teams boost from this Keyshawn Nixon. Rogers seems happier um, and is playing better. The Bucks have still been kind of a disaster all year. And I'd be surprised if the Bucks beat the Cowboys in the first round, which is who I'm assuming they'll play. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, you know, the Packers, that's the one thing that's weird. I tweeted this last night, and I'm curious for your opinion on this, and this was actually a serious tweet. (laughs) Knowing that everything involved, because I'm watching the end of that Raiders-Niners game thinking, yeah, I mean, you want to be the two seed because, you know, if you win, you'd rather have a second home game. Okay, okay. So you'd rather be the two seed than the three seed if you're the Niners. You'd rather, you know, play, let's just say, the Vikings at home as opposed to traveling to Minnesota. But, man, I know the Giants are having a pretty good year, but I feel like I'd much rather play the Giants in the first round than the Packers right now. If the Packers win against the Lions, you'll have a Packers team coming in that's won five straight. And I've been on a team that's won, like, five, six straight. You start to think that you can win the whole thing. But you, you think in the NFL, that's like, that's like equivalent in baseball or the NBA to like a 15-game winning streak. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Where you just think you're unstoppable, you're unbeatable. And so if I'm the Niners, that's what's interesting. They're going to more than likely be the two seed. They have to face the Packers. Now, the good news for them is they've kind of had the Packers' number. Um, but that's the only thing I think is a little bit interesting about your question about Brady or Rodgers is I would say on the surface, the Packers, but 
man, it'd be a lot better for the Packers. Like, I would love the Packers in that question if they were playing the Vikings, but they're not going to be. They're going to be probably playing the Niners. Right. By the way, how about this? How about Aaron Rodgers was asked about, you know, the Packers run? I don't know if you saw this. The Packers run as of late, winning four straight, and having a chance to make the playoffs. And he used and big he words, said, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I tweeted this an hour ago. Um, this is Aaron Rodgers. I do believe in the power of manifestation. And I do believe in momentum. And I believe very strongly in the force of the mind. What is he talking about? <laughs> Does he believe in throwing touchdown passes? That would be my bigger question for him right what? now. First of all, what is the power of manifestation? And secondly, what is the force of the mind? Andrew, I'm a two-time academic All-American at Princeton. <laughs> okay? The power of manifestation. Like, here's the thing. I don't feel like Googling it. Like, I don't really feel like looking it up. The force Force of the mind, I think I can kind of get. I mean, both of them I can sort of get from context, but who says that? Like, who, yes. who answers that? See, that's the thing. Believing it's one thing, it's all well and good. We all need different things to get through the day or explain things around us. So believe it all you want, but when it's thrown back at everyone else all the time, that's where it just becomes unbearable. I mean, I could not... Never talk to the guy face-to-face, would run away from him in person, wouldn't tell him face-to-face, but I, I'm so over him for, th- for sentences like that. I just, I've had enough. You know, it's just bizarre to me. It, it's just like, um, I don't know. Well, let me ask you this. If you're, his, if you're his offensive lineman or anyone on that team and you read your quarterback saying things like those, and he's saying that maybe to you in a in the locker room, in a huddle, or a meeting before practice, is anyone going, yeah, man, I'm on team manifestation too? Or a guy's just all rolling their eyes going, enough's enough, bud. Let's, go, let's, let's just go play football. I think, uh, I think behind his back, they probably just talk about him and be like, what a, what a weirdo. Okay. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. And that, that, that's my guess. Because that's the thing that's really interesting is I think he believes these things and he's a very bright guy and he's very well read and he, but it it does feel like he kind of goes out of his way to um, goes out of his way to talk about these type of things, which I don't know, you would think on some level it alienates the teammates and or the fan base like i would love to know now here's the thing none of them care because they've won four in a row and we love you aaron you're the best like i i get i know how this works right but i've talked to enough packers fans okay especially when they weren't winning that were a lot more willing to tell you what they really thought you know Mm -hmm. i mean um Whatever. Uh, you know, he's a good quarterback. He's had a great career. He's a smart guy. He's just, it's just a, he's just a very, very interesting guy. And I do think um, – I don't think that, 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 that your teammates have to love you. You know what I mean, Andrew? Yeah. I, I don't think that's true. But I don't think it hurts. Like, 
I know for a fact that all of the Patriots loved Brady because Brady would go out with them. I was there when Brady chugged beers at the local barbecue joint. Or even when I was with the Bills with Bledsoe, and we would sit there and have about a million Labatt Blue lights, and Bledsoe would pay the tab. And, you know, when you're good friends with the guy, with the guy, you – you take it even more personally when they get hit and you don't want them to get hit and you want to help them up and you want to win with them. And I don't know, you know, I don't talk to the Packers players. Like maybe they're all best friends with Rogers and maybe they all hang out and maybe they all go to local dive bars and have beers together. But he does not strike me as a guy going to the local dive bar and, and having some beers. I, I just, it, that would surprise me. And I've seen him chug, and he doesn't look like he'd ever done it before. <laughs> uh, Ross Tucker is with us here. One last one, because it seems so bad for me on the outside, but never been in a locker room, don't know what goes through, conversations happen during the week. How big of a deal is it that Ron Rivera yesterday post game didn't know that his team was out if the Packers won that game? Not a big deal at all. Okay. That that's the thing that I don't I don't understand why people are making such a big deal about it. You know, everything he did last week was focused on winning the game, beating the Cleveland Browns. So then you ask him five minutes after, hey, now that you lost the Cleveland Browns and if if you're eliminated tonight do you play Sam Howell next week? It doesn't bother me at all that he didn't know that. I mean, by the end of the night, he was going to find out what those scenarios are, and he would have known that they were eliminated. And then they'll proceed with their game planning today with that information. I don't know why people, like, I wouldn't want, all right, so Coach, here's the deal. If you lose to the Browns and the Packers win and then, like, I, I, I wouldn't tell him that. I wouldn't even want him to know that. Yeah, I think my my reaction to it was I'd have more – it wouldn't be a big deal if the Packers winning was like the fifth thing that happened yesterday to knock them out, and he didn't realize the first four had already happened while he was playing. But it was just simple Green Bay wins there out. I feel like that should have been brought up somewhere along during the week that he knew – exactly how his team could have died yesterday. I think that's what caught people off guard, that he, did, they didn't, he didn't know the quickest way for them to be out. So what I would tell you is, and this, there's a lot of things like this, you'd, you'd be amazed how many players had no idea. You'd actually be amazed how many players last week for the commanders didn't even know they played the Cowboys this week. Hmm. I, I just think fans... And media are so it, – it's all we do, right? Like we talk about all the different scenarios and the situations and who might go to the playoffs and who might not, all those things, right? Like um, I just don't think players and coaches operate that way because it's not the most effective way to operate. It's, it's not like the best way to get the result you want is to focus – all of your attention on getting that result. Anytime you spend on other scenarios, doesn't isn't really productive. It's actually counterproductive. Like thinking about, well, 
you know, if we lose and the Packers win, we're at, it just doesn't really serve much of a purpose. So, Ross, the holidays are done. It's the new year, but we got birthdays. It's almost Valentine's Day. So, myfrontpagestory.com, still a good gift idea, right? Great gift idea. Everybody knows about anniversaries, birthdays, but Valentine's Day is here in a month. And I know a lot of the guys listening are like, oh, dude, I'll worry about that in February. Totally get it. But why not just knock it out now? You already have three other New Year's resolutions to, like, stay in shape, drink less, that you're not really going to do. So why don't you actually do this one, which is to not procrastinate anymore, to actually just get things done, get them off the list. You're probably driving around right now. Pull up myfrontpagestory.com on your phone at some point when it's safe. Go check it out. It's the best gift you could ever get your wife or whoever for Valentine's Day. Get it done. Get it ordered. Get it sent. We all know how long it takes for the shipping these days. Go ahead, myfrontpagestory.com. I can almost guarantee you it'll be the best Valentine's Day gift your wife has ever got. A story written entirely about her on the front page of the newspaper. She will love it. Myfrontpagestory.com. Ross, you're the best as always. Thanks for making time for us. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Sounds great. See you. That's Ross Tucker. reading with many grains of salt at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. Uh, he is an empire. And I've known Ross from the day he started doing all of this. It's always amazing to me. Uh, the Not surprised. It's impressive the amount of success he's had and continues to have uh, in this industry. I love Ross. He's one of the best. And MyFrontPageStory.com, Diesel. My birthday's late February. Take Ross's advice. Get ahead of the game now. Talk to my friends and family. You know, get a story about me, and that would take a huge step towards us rebuilding our relationship that was born when you were a part-time employee back on day one of this network 11 years ago. I got to listen to Ross. I can't procrastinate. It is the top goal of my New Year's resolution. Bill's not here. I am less demanding pre- and post-show than Bill seems to be. You've got more downtime today and tomorrow, so use one of those windows, I think, to get this done. More importantly than Ross and the NFL and the college football semifinals and anything else on your mind, it all pales in comparison to the very first 2023 edition of Buy or Sell, and it's next on Writer Than You. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. We're almost done in a hurry on this Monday. First Writer Than You of the new year. It's bogus in for Writer. It is well past 11.20 a.m. Eastern. Sorry, America, for making you wait. The rest of the show does not matter to you. I understand that. What matters is buy or sell and desell, and here it comes. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Andrew, let's get right to it. In Brian Dayball's first season as head coach, the Giants clinched their first playoff berth since 2016 with their 38-10 win over the Colts Mm. yesterday. Quarterback Daniel Jones rushed for 91 yards and two touchdowns while also throwing for two more scores and completing 19 of 24 passes. Certainly one of Jones's best games of the season. Buy or sell that Brian Dayball is responsible for getting the best out of Daniel Jones. I think you got to buy that. Buy. He and the whole staff. Mike Kafka's the offensive coordinator. It's certainly not for personnel because he's been thrown to a misfit bunch of wide receivers and tight ends who have all looked better than they should have looked. Kenny Galladay is a complete MIA continually for the Giants. Otherwise, can you name, can you give me two giant wide receivers? I still don't know if his name is Hodgkins, Hodgins. There's a guy who keeps touch, cut, catching touchdown passes, and I don't know his name still. Um, so, yeah, uh, Daniel Jones, will he ever be an elite quarterback? Probably not. But he probably is going to be the Giants quarterback for the next couple of years because of the way he played this year, and that's because of the coaches around him. Would you be comfortable giving him more than a two-year deal? <sighs> I'd rather... Pay him than Saquon Barkley. Even though Saquon's the better player, clearly, I think if you're going to make a long-term commitment and get burned, do it with the quarterback and not the running back. All right. After it was agreed upon last week that Derek Carr would step away from the Raiders for the rest of the season, Jared Stidham got Las Vegas out to a 24-14 lead on the 49ers yesterday before Brock Purdy and San Francisco climbed all the way back to win 37-34 in overtime. Now, Bogus, given their current quarterback situations, buy or sell that the 49ers are the best team in the NFC, while the Raiders are the worst team in the AFC. So that's a two-parter. I'm going to sell on both. Sell. I really want to buy the Niners as the best team in the NFC. I really, really do. But it'd be really disrespectful to Jalen Hurts and the rest of the Eagles to say San Francisco is better when Brock Purdy is their QB. And that's not a knock on Purdy. He's not Bailey Zappi, it appears. But he's also also not Jalen Hurts. And as far as we're going to trust the Eagles that this is more precaution than real Jalen Hurts injury was back at practice last week. He may be available this weekend. Philly's better, but not by a lot. I love that Niner team. McCaffrey is awesome. Brandon Ayuk had huge catches late. They still have Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Purdy seems to be good enough to not make the killer mistake. And then I think that defense is really good. Spooked me a little bit yesterday. I love the Niners. I think they're going to win the NFC. I'll give you that, Cell, But they're not the best team just yet. And the Raiders can't be the worst team in the AFC because the Houston Texans are in the AFC. Even given everything that's gone on in ways in which the Raiders have lost games this season, losing to Jeff Saturday, so losing to Baker Mayfield after he went to a new team for about 12 hours. Embarrassing losses, but 
the silver lining like flip side that they could have won all of those games is why they're not the worst team in the AFC. All right. While Tua was back in concussion protocol this week, Teddy Bridgewater started in his place yesterday as Miami dropped their fifth straight game, losing in New England 23-21. Now, in order to reach the playoffs, the Dolphins need to beat the Jets next week, and they need the Patriots to lose to the Buffalo Bills. Buy or sell the Miami Dolphins making the playoffs? Oh, this is a hard one because I don't know who the Dolphins quarterback is going to be. I'm still going to buy it, D-Cell. Buy. I'm still going to buy it because the Jets have now no-showed two or three weeks in a row with basically their season on the line, not to mention that they've lost five in a row total. But again, they go to Seattle. They got to win to keep themselves alive. And that game is 17-3 after three possessions. I mean, it's a complete waste of time by the Jets. So my guess is now that they're officially out of their misery, they are going to be equally bad this weekend. You want to like Mike White, that's fine. He may have a good game again this weekend. But I I think even Skylar Thompson can get the Dolphins past the Jets. And then the the Patriots should lose to the Bills. So I think that's how Miami gets in. And then maybe possibly to his healthy, or at least Teddy is for that first round game. All right, let's get to the biggest rivalry in sports. The Chargers took care of business yesterday at home against the Rams, and I was being very sarcastic if you catch our interview with Ross Tucker. We need a horn or like a special font on Twitter so we can avoid these pitfalls. Austin Eckler yesterday led the way with 122 yards rushing and two touchdowns, while Justin Herbert threw for two touchdowns of his own. L.A. is now 10-6 and on this season with their last game in Denver on Sunday. Buy or sell, you're confident in the Chargers making a deep playoff run, and you can interpret deep however you want. I don't need to interpret it anyway. Sell. Sell. They're the Chargers. I mean, they just, they're the Chargers. And I can't buy a deep playoff run until I've seen maybe three or four of them because they're just the Chargers. You should love them. They should have double-digit wins between Herbert and Eckler and those wide receivers when they're healthy. They've got a Bosa. I mean, that should be that should be good enough. <laughs> it doesn't matter which one it they got. It doesn't matter. That should be good enough for them. But I just and I I really do. Like if you're trying to find a team in the AFC that maybe can upset the apple cart, knock one of the heavy favorites off the top there, they make a lot of sense if you could like blindly look at them and negate all of the chargerism about them, but you can't, so I'll sell. All right, let's get to some hoops here. Now, last oh, night's hoops? game. Is this, a, yeah. is this a hoopier than you? Uh, let's do hoopier than you. Why let's not? Let's do it. Last night's game between the Celtics and Nuggets was a matchup of the top team in the East and the top team in the West. If you say so. Now, Denver came away with the 123-111 win. But with just under seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, there was a 35-minute delay because of a bent rim on one of the hoops after a dunk by Boston's Robert Williams. Now, it took six workers, two ladders, a level countless phone calls and eventually a crew member taking off the rim from the backboard before it was fixed and Boston's Jalen Brown was not happy how it all unfolded saying post game quote that has an effect on the game that's how injuries and stuff happen luckily it didn't happen but that wasn't good that whole process was handled poorly in my opinion and that has an effect as well but luckily nobody got hurt end quote buy or sell there's anything the NBA can do better in these situations. Oh, I'll buy that easily and quickly. Buy. Now, I, I preface this by saying I have not read the full kind of autopsy on why this took 35 minutes to figure out. But I was under the impression 
that by rule, there had to be at least two other fully functioning, ready-to-go hoops in every arena in case a backboard broke and you wheel one out. So that's my question this morning is, at some point, it's almost like a a replay review that goes on for too long. And the announcer goes, oh, it's been eight minutes by now. Just leave the call the way it is. At some point, after five minutes, ten minutes, you go, all right, get me hoop three. And you just wheel that bad boy out and you wheel a new one in. But they worked on the same hoop as if they had no other options for 35 minutes. And that's the thing I don't understand. If it's been explained somewhere and I missed it, my bad, but I haven't seen it. And that's what I need to know the answer to right now is just pull that baby out, wheel a new one in, and let's play. All right, let's get to one last one here. On Saturday, as the Mavericks squeaked by the Spurs, Luka Doncic dropped 51 points on 18 of 29 shooting. Now, it was Luka's second 50-plus point game of the week. Remember, Doncic went for 60 points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists last Tuesday against the Knicks. My question to you, Andrew, buy yourself that despite Dallas being 21-16 and 16 on the season, Luka Doncic is the MVP right now. I'm going to sell. Sell. He's not the MVP right now. But this was a remarkable, remarkable week. Five games, three 50-point games, including a 61-point, 21-rebound, 10-assist triple-double against the Knicks. The first player ever in a five-game stretch to have 250 points, 50 rebounds, and 50 assists. So if you do the math, I think that means he averaged 50, 10, and 10 over a, for a five-game stretch. It doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, interesting to me, you wrote, despite them being 21 and 16, that's actually their fourth best in the Eastern, in the West and, and closer to the top than I would have thought at 21 and 16 because my initial answer was going to be he could be the MVP. I won't hold the team's success against him. But they're okay at 21 and 16. You are correct when you point that out. But, man, if you have watched any Mavericks basketball this season, they are a bad basketball yes. team outside of Luka. They need every bit of his 34 points, 9 rebounds, and 9 assists every night. He's doing this efficiently as well. He's shooting yeah. 51%. And he he has twice in this, in this span executed the missed free throw on purpose, get it back play. It's, it's And he's only 23. He's a baby. Jaw's a baby. Even Jason Tatum, who feels he's been in the league forever, is still like 19 years old. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how much sub-25-year-old talent there is in the NBA right now. I know he's young. But as we pointed out, they're not that good. Are they going to burn this dude out? Maybe this year. Yeah, maybe this year for sure. Uh, We've got a lot still to do before we're done, top of the hour, but... Shockingly, we are late for an update. Here's your CBS Sports Radio update from Greg Cassidy. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. This NFL postseason, every West would want NFL broadcast streams live for free. The wildcard round, the divisional round, the AFC and NFC championship games, the Pro Bowl games, and Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app, on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It is all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Final few minutes of a year opening edition of writer than you here on cbs sports radio on the free odyssey app on sirius xm channel 158 it is andrew bogish in for bill Ryder. we'll be here tomorrow as well i'm assuming diesel comes back for that show he apparently is a game time decision and then bill is back in his normal spot on wednesday thanks as always to bill for letting me hang out and do his job thanks to greg caserta thanks to our two guests today ross tucker at Ross Tucker NFL, Barrett Salee, CBSSports.com. I was going to ask Barrett, and I forgot. We need kind of an all-encompassing name now for Barrett and his colleagues who are on all of the CBS platforms. Instead of listing all of them, we just went, of CBS Sports, etc. Like something like that. or Because it's .com, it's radio, it's podcasts, it's CBS HQ. properties. What if we went properties? Okay, I like CBS that. CBS sports properties. Because in, in Bristol, when you go to ESPN and you do like all of their things, it's, you're going through the car wash. So it's not exactly that. What could we rival? What like what's a rival of a car wash? Um, yeah, and it's like it's not the it's not the same long. You know, there's not that it's not the same number of properties, but it's uh, it's along those same lines. So it's like a lesser alternate car wash. It's like a quick detail. It's like a bo- the CBS doc- CBS Sports Body Shop. Does that sound good? I don't think that's going to catch on. I don't think CBS PR is going to approve of that. You're probably right. But we thank Barrett. We thank Ross for being with us. Um, Diesel has promised to cook up another football guest tomorrow because by the time we get to tomorrow, Week 17 officially will be in the books. Week 18 begins on Saturday, don't forget. Chiefs, Raiders... And then Jaguars-Titans. That game's in Jacksonville. The winner's the AFC South champ. If the Titans lose, and they may be on their third-string QB, so losing is on the table in that one. If they lose, they're out. The Jaguars can lose and get in as a wild card with help, 
multi-layered help, that secondary path in does not exist exist for the Titans. So that's basically a do-or-die game. That's why it's one of the primetime spots this weekend. Sunday night, the rest of Sunday afternoon, we'll know by tomorrow morning as well. The guess remains Packers-Lions on Sunday night because that's basically a standalone game as well. If Green Bay wins, they're in. The Lions still alive as well, but it's simple for Green Bay. Tonight, we've got the Bills and we've got the Bengals. That game is in Buffalo. I've been really bad on geography lately. Diesel's shaking his head. Either way, they're playing this evening. And because the Ravens lost last night, the Bengals win the AFC North tonight with a victory. It's in Cincinnati, which is where the Bengals play, if you're wondering. So that's, and for some of us who are sitting on Joe Burrow as their quarterback, fantasy football final, I know no one cares about that, but because I'm in the final, I now care about it. Couldn't have cared less through November. Postseason, we showed up, and here we are trying to win some money. So let's let's be happy for some Joe Burrow TD throws tonight. The game's in Cincinnati. Bengals can win the North. Bills can't win the, the AFC tonight because the Chiefs won yesterday in a strangely tight game with the Broncos. And we can get more into the Chiefs on tomorrow's show. And we have a little bit different picture of what the top of the AFC will look like because KC keeps winning but they've got some weird issues that they have not figured out. So at, in week 18, you just assume that those issues are their issues, and they're not going away. They're not going to figure it out. But again, special teams problems yesterday too. So KC is a little bit vulnerable. But for now, they stay number one in the AFC because they got to 13 wins with their victory over Denver yesterday. But man, is this a big game. I think more so for the Bengals than the Bills. The obvious is... Because the Ravens opened the door by losing yesterday, the Bengals have the immediate possibility of winning the North tonight and locking themselves into a top four seed, which is always significant. And again, if you want to get to that two seed, you get yourself a second um, a second home playoff game, assuming you win the first one. But I still think there's a little, a little bit, not hesitance, but in, when we get to the AFC, as we're doing now, I feel like you start talking about the Chiefs, you start talking about the Bills. For a while, we were talking about the Dolphins when they were 8-3, and 8-4. and four. At one point, they were number one in the AFC, right? Other teams have kind of crept up near that top. Not that we're forgetting the Bengals. I mean, they were in the Super Bowl last year, too. But it almost feels like we need to be reminded of just how good Cincinnati is. People got some of that when they roughed up the Bucks in that second-half rally in Tampa Bay. But it just seems like maybe we're overlooking them a little bit too easily. And if they give it to the Bills tonight in Cincinnati, it's going to be hard to overlook anything about the Bengals tomorrow morning at 12-4 and four and as AFC North champions. But no matter what, Week 17 in Buffalo, in Cincinnati, anywhere in Ohio, anywhere in New York, Josh Allen against Joe Burrow, prime time, I'll give you the Buck and Aikman edition on ESPN. That's about as good as we can ask for on a Monday night this late in the regular season. Two heavyweights, two quarterbacks, playing for the first time, by the way. They've never met before. Um, Two good young head coaches, teams that have Super Bowl contenders. Uh, It's That's a good one. That's a very, very good high-end football game with both teams still having so much to play for. You know, Ross Tucker brought this question up to start the hour about positioning and looking for matchups, and it makes sense to a certain extent 
because I, I can look at things in a sterile way and a, and a logical way and a numerical way more than other people like sometimes. But, man, you get into a real tough game and a real tough spot when you start to think about what my path is, where should I go, as much as sometimes that the difference between seed lines is that significant, who the road might be, even if you're trading a home game for a road game. But that the top of the AFC, man, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, and then I, what do you do with the Ravens if Lamar is healthy? But, I mean, those three teams, heavy hitters, and we got two of them tonight squaring off in primetime to close out a remarkable weekend of football, mainly thanks to college football, some good ones yesterday in the NFL, some teams alive and well like the Packers, the Bucks. Did they send a message yesterday? We began with them and the Steelers having some life as well. And the final piece of this Week 17 puzzle is tonight, Bills and Bengals. And then we hit Week 18 knowing exactly what's at stake for everybody. I'm assuming that's where we'll begin tomorrow when we're back here for Bill. But for now, thanks to Bill, thanks to Ross Tucker, thanks to Barrett Salee, and thanks for you for listening. For Cell, for Caserta, I'm Bogus. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow back here, Writer Than You, on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.